0: I have another example, you know, off of the last podcast, this will be very short. So if you didn't listen to (sighs) introducing Pettius Parker, I'm going to try to summarize it up for you. So long story short, I came online and after chatting with someone for about 20, 30 minutes with no tips from them, they haven't been in my room for three months. They've been in and out, but they haven't been speaking. They haven't tipped shit since July when I first put my braids in. They decide to try to tell me how to do my job, how to earn more tokens by, you know, reminding people how to tip me. You know, basically that, you know, telling people you can do better type shit. You know you can do better than that. You know you can tip me more than that. You know, you know, one token, that's all you got. You know, like that type of shit. And so then another person chimes in on another site because they hear me talking about it. And so suddenly they're, they're also trying to tell me how to do my job. So so long story short, I have a small anecdote for you. I scheduled a drop-off for my car on Friday. Last Friday, I scheduled a drop-off for my car. It is currently Tuesday. Tuesday. Even though I scheduled this drop off, left my phone number and told them I would be leaving my car, they haven't called me back. They haven't called me back about not dropping off my car. Why? Because, no, you know, like they, (sighs) Mm. (laughs) they understand their value. You know what I'm saying? And I literally, unless I guess if you make an appointment with the dealership, I feel like they have specific people set in place to bug you about your appointment, but I wasn't going to a dealership. And quite frankly, no time have I ever set an appointment for my car and missed it. Have they called me in various car places? Have they called me to see what's going on? You know, hey, uh, everything all right? Just call and check on your appointment. Was it such and such? You know? Uh, Hair appointments. I haven't had a hair appointment in a while, but when I did, I can tell you this much. When I didn't show up or if I was late, they not calling me, hey, where you at? Nah, there's just a fucking late fee, and you know that. There's a no-show fee, and you know that. You know what I mean? You know, in this service industry, even virtual, I like to think of myself as more than you know a prostitution whore on mlk like 1982 i like to think of myself as more than that you know i, I like to think of myself as much more than someone that has to come hey baby hey baby you looking for a good time hey baby want to have a good you want to lap dance baby you want me to suck your cock in the car, baby? I like to think of myself as higher than that. And that's literally what I feel like people are equating me to when they want me to penny pinch and, and drag and, you know, and squeeze tokens out of people. I feel like they're thinking I'm supposed to just... I don't I don't fucking know. Like, I really... I would really like to know. I would really like to know, like, like what goes through people's heads. Like, especially because both of these individuals don't know me from a can of paint. I say they don't know me from a can of paint because this is one... Like, the one that tipped me three months ago, as I mentioned in the last podcast, that was his first time chatting with me in three months. The one that wanted to tell me how to do this on Strip Chat, I ain't never seen before in my life. And so I had to read them both for filth and tell them, you know, I've been doing this for a year and a half. I understand that I'm not in a high-rise apartment. You know, I'm not living a luxe life. But what I am doing is I am able to make much more money than I ever was in a nine to five, whether you realize it or not. I understand you're looking at this leaderboard. At the time, my highest tip on strip chat was 20 tokens. My highest tip on chatterbait was 73 tokens. So I get it. You're looking at this leaderboard and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, she deserves much, much more than that, but I'm not going to give it to her. So, so let me tell her how to get it from other people. <laughs> i'm not gonna give it to her but let me you know i ain't got no money but maybe if she starts begging other people with money and it's just like nah fam nah because what y'all don't see is y'all don't see that i had a fan club membership on chatterbait rebuild at 250 tokens i ain't had to do nothing for it what y'all don't see is that i had two privates that equaled up to 900 tokens you know, so why are you looking at leaderboard top tipper 73 tokens on Chatterbait, top tipper on strip chat 20 tokens? I'm looking at 1400. I'm looking at 1400. <laughs> you know, so, so you're missing about 13. You know, you're missing like $65 for this last, you know, these two hours I've been online. You know, trust me, you would know if I hadn't made shit. You would know, I would be gone. Anyway, I digress. I just feel like I had to get that off my chest because I feel like uh, I I feel like I'm. I just I feel like people want me to be something that I'm not. Like you want me to be QVC. You want me to be you know a flea market shop attendant. Not saying that these people don't make money. Clearly, QVC billion dollar industry. Clearly, flea markets motherfuckers making money off the ass, straight cash off the table, off the books. They making that bread and butter. But again, again, I as much as it's hard for y'all to believe, I think of myself on a higher caliber. I don't, I don't think of myself. Again, they all make money. Just like, just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like tabloids. You know, you you've got the National Enquirer, you've got the Wall Street Journal. Well, maybe not. that's not a tabloid. But you get what I'm saying. Like, uh, news media. You've got the National Enquirer versus the New York Post. I'm not going to be the National Enquirer. I don't care how much you want me to be. I would rather be the New York Post. Quite frankly, I would honestly rather be Our State, which is a North Carolina magazine that's been in print for quite some time. And all they do is post the best of North Carolina. So I don't even want to be a daily publication. I'm going I want to be a monthly uh, publication that's carefully curated. The value is understood. The time is taken to fuel and invest and, and really, you know, you know, love up on this magazine. Even you know. And-, and the crazy thing about our state magazine, it don't even be selling a bunch of fucking copies. It don't even be selling a bunch of fucking copies. A certain type of people, a certain small percentage of people get and subscribe to that magazine. And that's how I feel about me as a brand. It may not be for everybody, but luckily, fortunately, thankfully, the small percentage of people that do appreciate what I'm doing, they're able to keep this, in my personal opinion, I don't know what y'all think, they're able to keep this a high caliber, high value magazine. Because I recognize more than most that I don't have to do certain things to get certain things. (sighs) I almost feel like deleting the other podcast because this explains it so much shorter. But I'll leave this up in that one.